Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, making his weekly appearance, is contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball, an author of two books, one of them serviceable, Dane Perry. Before we begin, of course, newish listeners and or very new listeners to Fangraphs Audio should know that if you've come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the sort of analysis you're accustomed to finding in the electronic pages of Fangraphs, Fangraphs.com on the internet, you will not find it in what is to follow. We do, of course, Fangraphs Audio, that is, we do, of course, offer three other episodes per week. That is usually Dave Cameron on Mondays, some sort of Inside the Clubhouse interview with curator of our excellent Q&A series, David Lorla, on Thursdays, and a Fantasy Friday podcast on Fridays. Dean Perry's appearances on Fangraphs Audio, though, however, while equal parts entertaining and gruesome, constitute nothing in the way of formal or, I guess, informal baseball analysis. Having said that, allow me to address what you will find in this episode. In fact, in this episode, Dane has submitted a prompt, uh, both for his own and and for my consideration. That prompt is diseases, uh, that is diseases that should exist but don't. And that prompt uh, generates uh, largely the entirety of the podcast. So that's what you'll find, diseases that don't exist but should, but should, on this edition of uh, Fangraphs Audio with Dane Perry right now. start here um i have a number of fans going on in my apartment and i'm curious as to whether they ah, do they seem to create any sort of ambient noise can you hear me in potatoes yet do you hear do you hear any noise can you hear me eating potato chips <laughs> yeah i can hear you eating potato chips okay but do you um, do you hear anything in the background though i i i don't believe i hear anything all right no. that's fine i mean as long as it's not because uh, it's at this point, it's not necessarily um, an issue of comfort. It's an issue of safety is why we have these on. Yes, yes. Well, I know you live in, uh, I guess, I don't know if Chicago is considered the upper middle west, but um, you live in the Midwest, and you are undoubtedly go, um, feeling the blows, the, uh, yes. sling, the slings and arrows uh, of... Um, cold weather today. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. What was that? What? What? I'm, just, I'm eating potato chips. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, am I to understand that you, uh, you, you, you miserable peasant, you have no air conditioning? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's not. I mean, it's not expressly by choice that we don't. I think it's a mm-hmm. question of um, looking at our funds and then comparing uh-huh. those funds to the costs of things, and then re- recognizing right. that perhaps yeah. air conditioning is not the priority. Food, drink. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you the only New England prep school graduate ever without air conditioning? Um, I'm, I mean, no. I mean, the answer is probably no, but there are, yeah. there are certainly, if you, if what you're really asking, what you're really asking, I think, is yeah. are, peop, are the people, for example, with whom I attend, uh, went to school, Milton Academy, dare to be true, yeah. um, are the people... Um, with whom, who are my classmates? Are they more successful than I am? Is that at the root what you're asking? Um, I suppose I would have phrased it. How did you wind up so poor? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, there are a number of factors. I mean, I started off poor. Is kind of part of it. And uh-huh. so, when that's happening, while the other uh-huh. kids 
you know, it, this continues high school and then college while they're doing, you know, internships at the New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working as a busboy at the Colony Hotel in Kennebunkport, Maine. Okay. Um, okay. So, for example, that. Uh, yeah. That'll put you, that'll set you back a little bit. I mean, yeah. just apart okay. from the other deficiencies I had. Even though you've risen above the ghetto, you still fill the pool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You could take the young man out of Concord, yeah. New Hampshire. Uh, yeah. You could put him in spats and uh, in a cravat. Yeah. You can give him a walking stick and a monocle, Dane. <laughs> but you yeah. can't take the Concord, New Hampshire out of that same young man. What about a pageant sash? You could be, yeah, that's right. Like, uh, oh, have, wait, did we talk about it out loud? I guess we did. Your your contribution, uh, your reportage. What are you talking about? The reportage you provided to Knockgraphs regarding. Oh, 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 we're talking about Busytown? Yeah, re- regarding Busytown and. Yeah, so we mentioned that in the, uh, the failed podcast. The failed podcast. podcast. Although, I think it worked out fine in the end because we, yeah. I think that we, what I ended up posting was of decent quality and then. And then we gave people the option to listen to the unedited version, which, they, uh, if anyone missed it, it's still available, of course, at Knockgraphs. I think you just Google uh, unedited uh, unedited audio from Dane Perry's most recent you know, podcast, whatever. And see, it works out because the people on the Fangraph side got, got what they wanted, which is much less of me. Yep. And the people on the Knockgraph side got what they wanted, which yep. is uh, some of me. No, I think they like you, Dane. Yeah. Oh, I know. I like them too. I yeah. love them. I dare say. Yeah, that's right. Well, you're emotionally yeah. available, and I am. Um, for the taking. Yeah, that's right. You, yeah. you, in fact, you desire to be. You were asking yeah. for it. Yeah, is an excuse. Uh, he was asking for it as an excuse that always works uh, yeah. with regard to Dane Perry. Yep. Begging for it. He yeah. was not necessarily in how you dress, just the uh, yeah. the hangdog expression on your face. <laughs> you know, just uh, whatever. Whatever it was, you were probably asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That dog is hung. Yep. Hanged. Hanged. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Past tense. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. maybe a past participle. I don't know. Oh, whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Very good. Oh, just an uh, introductory thought. We uh-huh. don't have uh, theme music for this section. Introductory thought, though, Dana. A little observation. Is this museum of fruits? It could be, but uh, and this might be an yeah. addition to the, to the new enthusiast. But while I was working on, uh, while I was addressing the prompt which you gave me, which we will, we will, uh, yes, okay. we will mention that shortly. While I was yeah. addressing that, I was uh, I was thinking some other thoughts, or some other thoughts crept into my head. I fi- uh, I, I stumbled upon it, what I consider to be a truth, and, and this is what truth that could be, um, that could uh, gain admission to the museum of truth. Okay. Yeah, okay. this is a truth. Is that if yeah. you use a season, if you use the word of a season as a uh-huh. verb, as a verb, okay. uh, then you that is probably a solid litmus test. It's probably uh, that you are. Uh, it's probably a great sign that you are a member of the higher classes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, of course, we yeah. talked about seasons last uh, last yeah. episode, last failed episode. But um, we did. I think if you if you use the verb to summer. Yes, to summer. Yeah. To summer. Yeah. That, I think that is a yeah. what I would call a rock solid litmus test. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Efficient. What if what if like me you just say, I summer indoors. No, I don't think you say that. No. No. Like you have to say like I summer in the Hamptons. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think right. Yeah. Then a prepositional phrase is, a phrase follows. Yeah. 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 Prepositional phrase. But I think that I think that is uh, that's an important discovery. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that is, yes. I, yeah. I do. Uh, I agree with that. I yeah. think, you no, know, two summers, 
probably the most uh, frequent instance of, of a season being churned into mm-hmm. a verb. To winter, wintering places is, I think, second. Yeah. But I think the other ones are not as, I don't think you hear those. A really underrated one that you should hear more of is autumn as verb. To autumn? I'm autumn in Vermont. Yeah. Well, you fall all the time, owing both... I enjoy the foliage. Yeah, that's why I say autumn. It's more gentlemanly. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying generally you, Dane Perry, fall. Right. You fall I a lot. I do fall down a lot. You I'm have... Uh, I mean, you have, uh, in addition to a problem with uh, alcohol, you also have right. an inner, inner ear problem. I do, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got kicked in the head by a gentleman. Yep. A gentleman... <laughs> a gentleman mule. You were kicked in the head yeah. by a mule. Yeah. As a gentleman mule a gentleman, with a sash, yeah, sash with attached. Sash attached. I have a uh, I have a radio sound effect that I'm going to use. Oh, right now? Yeah. I mean, let me let me do a little setup here. All right. Uh, my uh, we gave our son a badass fire truck for Easter. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it makes a pretty good siren sound. Okay. And you can use it to follow up. Five alarm sports opinions. <laughs> oh, oh you know man. what I'm saying with this? Now, yeah. can, I, can I ask you before yeah. before you introduce us to the sound? Yeah. Did you yeah. compose any five alarm sports opinions that would be appropriate? I do have I do have a uh, a uh, an example of the genre. Okay. Uh, to uh, present for purposes of giving me tidy rationale to use the sound effect. Yeah, because I don't want it, as I want it yeah. to be fully in use. I don't want it to be just a demonstration, you know, an exhibition. I want it to... Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to deliver the five alarm sports opinion, <laughs> then hold the hold the phone to the fire truck yeah. and execute the sound effect. Yeah, okay? all right, let's see how this works. All right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I got to tell you, I don't even care that Pete Rose used steroids. How was that? <laughs> Actually, a, li- a little underwhelming. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but I, uh, I'm actually entirely in agreement with with okay. your five alarm sports opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that yeah. the audio, uh, maybe I could find a similar sound just to give it, um, just to to give it the sort of weight because I, um, I didn't. Feel, I feel like maybe the. the um, the volume wasn't there. Yeah. All right. Let me let me try another one. Okay. Okay. Mike Shishetsky. He looks like a clean-shaven Hitler. How was that? Not not very good. Not very good. But again, that it's a yeah. total, that opinion. Would, would you would okay? In spite of the yeah. uh, the underwhelming sound effect, would yeah. you classify that opinion as a five alarm sports opinion? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Actually, clean shaven, uh, clean shaven Hitler is actually. Uh, I, I had a friend in high school referred to his uh, genitalia as that. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> clean shaven Hitler. Yeah. And then well, when it was erect, he here. would just go, "Oh, Sieg Heil." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and did he call? Uh, did you call Climax the final solution? <laughs> no, no, we didn't. You know, we were just in high school. We were not. We did not have our wits about us entirely. <laughs> there was no climaxing done back then. Well, there was. It was personal, yeah. though. It was a uh, self-inflicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, did, he, he, he kept it in his bunker. 
if you okay. know what okay. I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were no Eva Brawns to be found. No, there were not. All right, fair enough. That's probably enough of my Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are finished with the Hitler portion of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, did you want to... Uh, Oh, well, here, let me, uh, did you want to introduce your prompt, or shall I? Well, first, do you think we should have a recurring segment called Hitler's Pyramid? <laughs> <laughs> is that something you just did, or is that is that a, uh, has that been there for a little while? I think I made that up. Okay. Oh. Okay, but we're, seriously, though, the thing that I just said. You said Hitler's Pyramid? How about I... I uh, submit to you the prompt as I read it, and you tell me where I was wrong. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's do that. That sounds like I'm going to uh, Google Hitler's pyramid real quick. You, dis- you discussed, uh, you, su- you said to me, and I think it was probably because you felt that, um, um, now for as little ev- effort as I know that you, you do um, give to the podcast and, and you mm-hmm. want to give to the podcast, you sensed that last week was a little loose. Yeah, a little little too free form. Yeah. yeah. A little and too so, free range. So you said, let's get a... Um, an organizing principle. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so you said, how about, Carson, uh, uh-huh. via email you said this. Uh, By email, yeah. How about we each uh, create three to four. Uh, I only have two, by the way. Okay, that's fine. Diseases uh, diseases that don't exist but should. Carson, yeah. let's let's each uh, let's each of us come up with diseases uh, that don't exist but should. You said three or four of them. Uh-huh. Uh, come up with names for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, some... Uh, symptomatic manifestations. I believe this mm-hmm. is the exact term you use. And mm-hmm. then uh, famous sufferers of same. Famous sufferers yeah. of disease. Now I do want to, and I, I came up with some myself. I much I found that I was much better at the naming part than I was at actually the the, uh, the other parts. But I want to suggest that it to me uh, it revealed something about your process as a writer, or at least could reveal something about your process as a writer. That you suggested that we come up with three or four diseases and then give them names. Because for me, I noticed that it was the diseases followed their symptoms and, and you know precisely what they were generally. They followed from the names. Interesting. Now, did you feel that you're, you started with the disease and then went out from it? I, yeah, I started with the, uh, I, I would say the symptoms came first and I built around them. Okay, well, this will be interesting then. Now, because you have to, I have a number That'd of That would be a workshop exercise for creative writing classes yeah. out there. Yeah, FYI, everybody. FYI. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm eating some goldfish now. Yeah, okay. I have a number of them. Uh, and I got a mouthful of goldfish. I wanted to start. I didn't want to. I don't want to start off on a somber note, but I did want to actually start a condition that I do have. What now? What? Uh, in terms of the diseases that don't exist but should. This okay. I want to start off with a condition I, I do have. Oh, you have a. Oh, do you have ulcerative colitis? <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's in my past. Um, no. But it, it is uh, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's an illness that I have named a condition that I have named um, and diagnosed, but which does not exist in the ADA handbook. But you think you have it? I'm pretty. Oh, I know I have it. Okay. Yeah. But it's not an acknowledged disease. It's not, and I think it should be. Okay. And actually, right. this is part of it. I, I think that you this podcast right now is giving me. Uh, yeah. Um, a format uh, is facilitating an opportunity for me to raise awareness about it. Well, yeah, you know what? We could turn this into a medical Q and A from now on. I think. Yeah. What's wrong with you this week? Yeah. What's What's <laughs> We could, you know, take calls and 
You know? Yeah, but actually, well, actually, those blisters that I was that I mentioned a couple weeks ago, they appear to have gone away. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. now I have uh, I've developed uh, acute photosensitivity. I don't know how or why that started. Um, the light bothers you. The light, yes, it, it bothers me a lot. I noticed acute, huh? acute sensitivity, photosensitivity, and I I got a terrible shock yesterday. I walked into the kitchen, the lights were off. I went to go get a beer, and uh, the <laughs> the light from the refrigerator. Oh, really hurt, and I had for the rest of the evening. I had a, uh, I had a real, I had like a, um, a noticeable blind spot from the light, yeah. light from the refrigerator. Yeah, and that even in itself is not a specific condition. I have not given that a name. Yeah, well, it has to be careful when re- <laughs> when retrieving beer in the middle of the night. It's true. Yeah, but yeah, you know, a dark, you know, and we kept the house dark generally during the day because it's so okay. hot. So everything. So I think that my eyes had, in addition to being, um, to to having to being more photosensitive than usual, they were that that um, symptom was compounded by how dark we kept the house. So now I went to, let me ask: Was the smoking of some sweet herb possibly responsible for having dilated pupils? No, and actually, interesting. I don't do that. I don't do okay. that. I mean, I haven't. I've done it maybe three times in my entire <laughs> life. Um, it's really great. I you know I believe that. I totally yeah. believe that. I just never developed yeah. the habit. Okay. Um, so here, but here's the here's the uh, the condition about which I'd like to raise awareness, Dan. Okay. It's yeah. called it's called honky mouth. <laughs> honky mouth. And I actually have talked about this uh, with um, um, a number of waitresses, especially at Thai and Indian restaurants. Okay. Um, as I have, they'll they will say, you know, if I'm ordering a curry, if I'm ordering a curry. Uh-huh. Like a spicy, like a peanut curry or something like that. Right. They yeah. will say, uh-huh. "What spicy level do you want? Do you want it mild or medium, or or very uh-huh. hot?" I say, "I say none of those. I say yeah. none of those. I want zero, whatever zero is." <laughs> I say because I have a. Um, if I don't say it to the waitress, I will tell my dinner companion. They say, "I, I have a very serious condition called honky mouth," and they say, "What's honky mouth?" I say, "Any spice whatsoever. Any spice whatsoever incapacitates me." Yeah. Yeah, it's very serious. Honky, this honky mouth, and I know that um, I come, certainly come across um, um, uh, other people who suffer from it, largely Caucasian. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, just this is, uh, this is a real flick to my face. Just trying yeah. to raise awareness, especially because I feel like, especially within culinary circles, foodie circles, you, you right. get um, you will occasionally get work. the stink eye, which may or may not be its own medical condition. You will occasionally uh-huh. get the stink eye from from people who self-identify as foodies. Right, and oh, they say, "Oh yeah. no, spice!" Oh, sorry, I just the microphone there. It's very excited about this and pa- passionate. The, um, yeah, yeah, you get that look, and you, you know what? Yeah, it, it, this is not something that I have cultivated on my own. This is right. honky mouth. You know, you it, honky mouth. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. And so I feel like I, I, you know, I, I feel like this will give. This is providing a, a forum, a safe space. Do you hear uh, me, Dave? Yeah. You hear yeah. me? Safe space. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, Dave Spade. <laughs> yes. This gives me a David Spade just to yeah. <laughs> just to mention that. Yeah. In any case, so there's, that's yeah. my first condition, a condition yeah. which I have diagnosed, but which is not you will not see in any of the medical handbooks, even the most progressive of medical medical programs. They won't talk about it, but it's out okay. there, Dane. It's out there and it's real. People are yeah. suffering from it. Yeah. That now, have you tried milk? Well, I think 
large doses of milk, uh, mayonnaise. Um, I think this has this has actually caused this is at the formative in the formative years this caused the problem. Cheeses, many cheeses. Yeah, this was the problem. This is the root of it. I think (laughs) my mouth got so accustomed to these um, uh, unctuous and delicious uh, creamy foods that any spice in the in the yeah that's that's the problem. But enough, you know, enough about me. I feel like I've said my piece. I feel like it's out there. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten something off my chest. Uh, it's honky underscore mouth dot org. <laughs> right. hey, actually, that's true. I don't even, I, you know, I have, I've been too embarrassed, uh, too ashamed of my condition to this point, really, even to get it out there. But now I have, you know, I probably, yeah, I probably start a blog. I'll probably start blogging about it every day. My experiences. I have a, I have, you know, I think, uh, I think you just stood up to honky mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the, that's the first step. That's the first step. I'm happy I did. It now, is, yeah. But Dane, enough. What what's one of your conditions? Disease that <laughs> d- a disease that doesn't okay. exist but should. A disease that does not exist but should. Yeah. I call this ocular testicular consumption maximum awful. <laughs> <laughs> this is a male affliction. Yeah. Uh, the eyeballs remove themselves uh, from the victim's. Stunned coconut and hover, uh, not unlike blue bottle houseflies, and then proceed to the victim's groin. <laughs> Wait, can I, can I refer yeah. just to make sure I'm getting it? Your eyeballs, the, <laughs> yes. the subject's eyeballs, uh-huh. evacuate the victim's the, right, evacuate yeah. the socket, right, hover, hover, yes, and make their way post haste to the groinal area, yes, to the okay. groin area, okay. Yes. I say groinal. That's the adjectival form. Groinal. Okay, okay fair yeah, enough. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, at that point, yeah. it is revealed that those hovering eyeballs have yeah. grown tiny mouths with a full <laughs> set of canine and molar teeth. Uh, and then the victim's eyeballs eat his ball. <laughs> As this is unfolding, yeah. the victim's optic nerve, uh, with a determined sense of mission, Travels inward and emerges out the victim's navel. After that, like it explodes, explodes out, uh, yeah, explodes out of the navel. Yes, explodes out of the navel. Yeah, and then a third eyeball grows on the end of the optic nerve. But this eyeball functions like a normal eyeball. But its sole purpose is to reveal the horrors being perpetrated in the groinal region. So he is forced to watch his balls being eaten by his eyes. Uh, and then once the testes are consumed. The optic nerve retracts. Uh, the eye chompers return to the sockets, and they resume their role as instruments of vision. Yeah. The optic nerve then vacuums out the digestive remnants from those eyeballs and empties the contents into the victim's mouth, which leaves them with the taste of chewed up gickle beans. The victim is paralyzed throughout. You can catch the disease as a result of momentarily locking eyes with a union machinist. <laughs> Famous victims of this disease yeah. include Pope Pius XII <laughs> and WKRP in Cincinnati's Gordon Jump. <laughs> now, did they have it? I mean, for example, Gordon Jump, did he have it? Or was this after the his his starring role on that show, or is this... I, he, he suffered as a young actor. Oh, he did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he rose above. Yeah. Now, are the remedies yeah. though? Are the remedies? Yeah. 
remedies. Oh, I don't know. Then you just have to, you know, it happens. There's nothing you can really do about it. You can't do it. There's no, no medication you can take. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, and yeah. also, are there are there signs? Are there early warning signs? Uh, if you frequent an area with a lot of union machinists, oh, right, right, be considered high risk. Right. Now, could yeah. you wear like could you wear a certain type of spectacle that had a number seventeen welder's glass, the same sort of glass uh, yeah. that you would use to look at an eclipse, for example, number seventeen welder's glass. If you if you wore that and then looked at a union machinist who himself, it turns out might also be wearing number 17 welder's glass. I believe that is a controlled study uh, ongoing at the Mayo Clinic uh, <laughs> to determine if that has any yeah. efficacy yeah. Uh, you know, in, in, in halting this awful disease. Yeah, and then can you just give it, can you tell us the name of the disease again? Just to... I, I would love to. Ocular testicular consumption maximum awful. Maximum awful right at the end like that. Yeah, yeah. OTCMA. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know that actually the use of maximum awful that reminds me of one of the diseases that uh that I found here. Uh which is uh maximum strength Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> that, I think that's an actual disease. <laughs> yeah. And this is like a, a case where um your doctor uh says uh, well uh, your tests have come back and uh-huh. uh um you know, uh, it, unfortunately, it it looks as though uh, you have uh, ALS, otherwise known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the patient says something to the effect of, um, "Well, I understand that there's a lot of money being spent on and a lot of research being done on that disease. Uh, I would assume that you know perhaps maybe my chances of uh, of surviving it." Uh, you know, are better than 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 former you know the, the people who've had it before, and the doctor said, "Well, unfortunately, uh, you have maximum strength Lou Gehrig's disease." So that's no. maximum strength. Yeah, well, unfortunately, yeah, we don't we uh, we have nothing yeah. to treat that, not just neither the symptoms nor the underlying causes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. maximum strength, not maximum just strength, yeah, not just well. normal, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but I don't. I don't want to take away from your thunder, especially you only have two. You only you only took time to do two. Although you really yeah. developed that one, I noticed. Well, I did. I think yeah. this project seriously, Carson. Yeah, I see that. Now, what came first, uh, chicken or egg? In this case, the chicken being your idea, uh, your idea for us to come up with diseases that don't exist but should, or the egg. The egg in this case uh, being uh, testicular maximum awful ocular disease. Ocular testicular consumption, maximum awful. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, chicken yeah. or egg? Which came first in this case? Uh, the chicken came first. Mm-hmm. Followed by egg. Okay. Very good. Yes. Very good. I have no yes. more questions about it. Is that all right? That's perfectly fine. Okay. Yes. Uh, another disease that I came up with, because I'll get one more in, and then, because mine are very short, is uh, yeah. a- uh, Asperger's syndrome. Uh, except... Uh, <laughs> Spelt A S S B U R G R plus B S. Yeah, you you'll get a growth. Uh, it's uh, in uh, sort of a hemorrhoid. Yeah. But a, well, a very much developed hemorrhoid, uh, and uh, those are it's called an Asperger. And this is Asperger syndrome that you have. This is a, does it look like a burger? It does. It's burger in the shape. It's a, it has a patty. Uh, it's a it's pink. Uh, it's pink. Uh, but if you were to cook it, it would it would turn brown and. Is there less tomato and onion? 
<laughs> yeah. uh, it depends. You have, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there is a strain where a uh, yeah, yeah. There are different toppings uh, that go along with the uh, yeah. But this is Asperger syndrome, <laughs> like a burger bar. Yeah, and it's very confusing uh, for, for example, uh, for anyone who's diagnosed with it because uh, if you're, for example, uh-huh. a parent, you talk to your uh, pediatrician and says, "Well, your child has Asperger syndrome." Right. Say, oh, oh, well, yeah. Asperger. I mean, that's just very high functioning. Usually, you know, you go to special school, but no, Adam. Sorry, ma'am, I don't think you understand. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your child has uh, yeah, burger-shaped <laughs> patties growing out of his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is it like the McDLT, where the cool <laughs> side stays cool and the hot side stays hot? I don't know. I, I didn't uh, didn't look into it any further. No. <laughs> I didn't look into it any further, yeah. But Asperger's syndrome, it's a problem. It's a, I got... I, there's been conversations as to whether it should be classified along with hemorrhoids, but uh-huh. li- just like a giant uh, a giant squid is not, you know, it's a squid, but it's a giant squid. This is uh-huh. Asperger's, you know, or you get it. You understand. So what's the... Have they ever thought about, like, to avoid any further confusion, calling it, like, butt supper or something like that? No, but, oh, no. No, but actually, uh-huh. this reminds me, this reminds me of another one I have, uh, another disease that I think should exist but doesn't. Uh-huh. Is uh, is cancer of the butt, which yeah. is sort of related. Now you yeah. might say, Carson, that already exists. There's you know there's uh, co- yeah. colon cancer, re- rectal cancer, uh-huh. uh, prostate yeah, cancer. But this is a different one, and this is uh, just because I think if you had cancer, mm. you know you don't you know you hear in the news from your doctor, your doctor says, oh you have prostate cancer. Oh that sounds horrible. But I think that a patient's spirits would be lifted a little <laughs> bit. If his doctor was forced to inform him that he had cancer of the butt, and you know uh, it would it would be repeated over and over, it'd be talked to health insurance company, uh, maybe talk to a specialist after you saw your personal you know your your personal care physician, your, yeah. Your, yeah, your family physician, right? So I think that it, so um, I have cancer, cancer, I have cancer of the butt or butt cancer, but I think cancer of the butt is. Some kind of partial butt cancer. Okay, all right. I mean, th- uh, well, this is your choice as the patient. Is another yeah, part of that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you can sort of choose yeah. Yeah, how you want yeah. to look. And this is actually this has been a big deal with Obamacare. A big deal. A big yeah, part of right, why the Republicans yeah. don't yeah. want it to pass is because yeah. part of it is that uh, along with it is coming a new designation, a new diagnostic designation, cancer of the butt. Republicans yeah. are against it. You know. Yeah. And this is more than anything. This, for me, is why I believe in Obamacare, because I think it's important. I think it's important that we have a diagnostic designation that is cancer of the butt or were you to have a day in butt cancer, whatever you want. Well, just to briefly touch on this, you are aware that the ACA mandates that butt cancer patients appear before the death panels that Sarah Palin fears. <laughs> that's, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Immediately yeah, right. to the death panels. Right. And actually, the way that yeah. those particular death panels are run um, is almost like... Uh, a king, uh, the way a king might entertain a jester, you know? Right. Or, or, <laughs> yes. or the way Caesar yeah. might a judge a gladiator in the Roman, uh, you know, the Colosseum. It's just a it's thumbs up, right. thumbs down situation. So yeah, right. yeah. If, you're, if you're talking about, you know, you have, to, you have to not only talk about your symptoms, talk about why you deserve to yeah. live, but also you have to entertain the panel. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. And the panel, of course, is consists of one man. The Reverend Jeremiah Wright. <laughs> he, uh, he ultimately decides whether you will live or die. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, that calls for a buy a goldfish. 
right, no, I'm sorry. I went off. I went off. What's another one you have, Dan? Um, I'm in for chewing these goldfish. Yeah. Okay. I'll get right on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my second and final of these. Yeah. Is Subaru Justy Head Cold Devastator? <laughs> this starts out as what feels like a headache, or a head cold, excuse me. Uh, however, if you glimpse, even for a moment, three Bud Light television commercials within a 12-hour span, uh-huh. this disease sets in, in which the victim, in an agonizing span of five minutes, becomes a subcompact hatchback. Specifically, he becomes a 1988 Subaru Justy. He's a fully functioning automobile, able to be driven. Yeah. Uh, the distinction, however, is that if the victim is, say, driven a leisurely 50 miles on a vert and winding state highway, uh, the human element of him, which still exists, will feel as though he has run 50 miles. So he suffers like a human, mm-hmm. but he functions like a car. Mm-hmm. And uh, even at the point of exhaustion, he lacks the power to stop himself because he is no longer in control. Right. Is the driver. So this starts off, uh, it starts off, the onset is, is um, characterized by a headache? A head cold. A head, oh, a head cold. cold. A head cold. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, and then if uh, three Bud Light commercials... If are, you see three Bud Light commercials in a span of 12 hours while you have a head cold... Within, sorry, with, from the first... Within 12 hours, yeah. Okay, all right. Then it becomes Subaru Justy Head Cold Devastator. Mm, that's tough. Now, I would think, though, that... Uh, the disease lasts for three years uh-huh. or thirty-six thousand miles, whichever comes first. <laughs> I would assume that lower middle-class families, lower-class families, um, this would actually be an advantage for them, especially if they had a lot of kids. If the parents had a lot of kids, anytime well, there is a uh, and Obamacare, thankfully, is addressing this. Yeah, there is a uh, significant population that self-inflicts this disease. Mm-hmm. You would. And, uh, you would. It violates emission standards. You know, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, famous sufferers: mm. Dolph Lundgren and Confucius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Naturally. Interesting. I thought enough. I'd heard that, and that actually makes sense with Dolph Lundgren because I feel like yeah. after the last of the uh, what were those movies he's in? Um, not Red Rocky. Sonia. What's that? Red Sonia. No, it was uh, yeah, Highlander. No, no. Highlander. Is that him? Oh, that's different. That's Christopher Lambert. No, Christopher did Chris- Lambert. Did Christopher Lambert? Does he suffer from it too? Or Christopher is that- Lambert. Okay. No, that's true. I guess because between um, I don't know between uh, Rocky Fo- Rocky Four and and the Expendables, I'm not sure that Dolph Lundgren was around that much, and maybe part of that was because of the uh, Subaru Justy Head Cold yeah. Devastator. Super Justy Hetfield Devastator. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 And Confucius, of course, suffered the disease before the car was invented. Which would Good have job. been, uh, I assume, very alarming for his... Uh, Which puzzled the uh, physicians of his day. Yeah. yeah. Naturally. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's a lot to take in. That is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to watch your ass. You do. Yeah. You do. Oh. Yeah. I'm uh, dog sitting for a friend. Okay, yeah. 
Ooh. And, uh... There's a good one. The slightest noise, uh, makes this dog think that the house is being invaded. Yeah. By, uh, ill-intentioned folk. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Now, I actually, I, I just have a, I have a couple more here, Dan. They're short. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I got a couple more. Uh, uh, oh, it's for goldfish. Two more. The another, uh, another one is, uh, is called uh, Clamadia. Clamadia. It's okay. very similar in terms of. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, ring the bell. Very sim- similar in terms of symptoms uh, to Clamadia. Right. Except uh, this is not contracted, uh, contracted through sexual intercourse. Uh, this is contracted by going to see a Tyler Perry film. <laughs> Clamadia. I think I know how you spell it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. And what, what, what happens when you get this disease? Uh, well, this, uh, the symptoms are very similar. <laughs> to Clamadia. To Clamadia. Yeah, it's, uh, everything is the same except it's just the way you contract it. Okay. Yeah, a, um, a sufferer, uh, what sort of sufferer? Uh, every middle uh, class, every middle class black person. <laughs> yeah. Is that danger? Although it's only uh, in women, it only shows up about a quarter of the time. Um, yeah. Although they yeah. are carriers, they can be carriers. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So there you go. Chlamydia. The epidemic. It's a ser- yeah. it's a serious thing, especially since Tyler Perry does not seem to be going away. He only seems to be growing no, stronger. No, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, in, the, in fact, he just released his 14th Medea film. <laughs> yes, he did, he yes. Did. Yeah. Yep. And I assume there's a series. They're, they're out there. It's out there. And then yeah. the last one I came up with uh, is actually, a, it's, this is a, uh, a version of it uh, has been discussed by Oliver Sacks. It's a, it, this falls under a sort of abnormal psychology, I guess. Okay. So it's okay. a disease, I don't know. A disease, an abnormality. I mean, you know, the, you have to be careful with your language. You have to be sensitive in your language. Um, but it's called, uh, it's actually called Perry's syndrome. Okay. Perry right. syndrome. Yeah. Tyler Perry. No, no. In this case, actually named after uh, as the, uh, the the uh, the original case of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the original case of it was uh, Dane Perry. Dane Perry. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Dane Perry. What, what do I have? Uh, Perry syndrome, um, an overwhelming urge, some uh, uh, might be described by patients as um, irresistible, okay. irresistible urge uh, to rub one's genitals on all surroundings. Okay. One's right. bared genital, uh, genitals on all surroundings um, okay. a- as a form of acquainting um, himself with them. Like You know, like, um, of course, you've, you've raised a child. You know that a child at a young age... Um, will put almost all objects into his mouth. Correct. To yeah. to to acquaint himself with them. This is how a child interacts with the physical world. Uh, someone Tactile. suffering. Oh. So, right. Someone suffering from Perry syndrome. Uh-huh. Um, uh, would uh, would do the same thing except with his uh, with his testicles. Okay. Just well. So this is only this only afflicts men, right? Uh. There are very few known cases. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you looking them up right now? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm trying are you to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So now is this just? Uh, is this just a sort of? Patient zero. Oil? Patient zero is Dane Perry. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm aware of this. Yeah. yeah. You don't okay. need to tell me. <laughs> no. 
Yeah. So there you yeah. go. So that's a yeah. It's, uh, it's, just, it's just a socialization ritual. I'm not sure I would classify it as a disease. I said it's. Uh, uh, well, it's true. I mean, and that's you know that's a complication um, that occurs when yeah. diagnosing uh, you know conditions ab- uh, that would fall under the heading of abnormal psychology. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on the one hand, we have the man uh, who mistook his wife for a hat. Uh, on right. the other hand, there's a, uh, uh, a South American village in which men wear their women on their heads. Okay. Yeah. So True. and yeah. what I you know so there's a sense of cultural relativism that goes along with it. That um, is true. And here we have a man who puts his balls on things. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Dips his balls in it. Yeah. Oh, I know what yeah. that's a reference to. You do? Yeah, Louis. What was that show called? Louis. Uh, that was from the state. Yeah. That was from the right. state, yeah. Yeah. That was like uh, Michael Showalter, Michael Ian Black, a couple other guys. Sure. Yeah. Sure, bro. <laughs> so anyway, that happened. Yeah. Fair enough, though. So. Yeah. So. Perry well, syndrome, very. Uh, any, any famous sufferers besides uh, besides yours truly? Uh, no, I would say uh, even including yours, yours truly, there are zero famous yeah, sufferers. Okay. All right, yeah. fair enough. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 Ted Kaczynski, nope. maybe. No, I mean not that it's known, not known. Huh. No. Okay. Jim Jones. No. 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 Oh. No. You know how we did improv comedy. Uh, what is sort of the the hallmarks of of performing in an improv group is to always say yes. That's kind of the uh, the mantra. Always say yes. Someone gives you a situation, oh, never say no. Um, I'm saying I'm saying no. Okay. You're saying did anyone do it? I'm saying no. I mean it's just it's not like that. That's I wasn't sure if that was an improv rule. It okay. is. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's one of the mantras of improv. I, I was in. I mean, I was in like a pretty important improv group when I went to. Uh, uh, Ivy League University, uh, Columbia. Okay. Columbia okay, University. you were an improv girl. Ivy League. You were very successful. I yeah. was, uh, yeah, I was, yeah. Quite tapped into that, you know, underserved market for improv comedy fans in New York City. They don't get enough improv up there, you know. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You're, that's irony. Yeah. You're being, you're saying one thing that's yeah. not true yeah. to reveal they another They don't get thing. enough box comedy up there. You're saying one thing that's, that's not true to reveal something that you think is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's how it works, bro. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Is this the bro period of the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I, it is with some regret, but mostly relieving, that I inform you that we are, uh, that the podcast is over. Okay. Yeah. Does that mean your wife's looking at you again? Like. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah I will, yeah. Uh, I mean, quick story. Uh, you, Dane Perry, um, texted me about... Uh, 25 minutes before showtime, before go time. Yeah, yeah, before the light came on. Yeah, and you um, you informed me that eh, I might have to push back to 7.30. Correct. Yeah, yeah, and I informed you that a certain lady member of my house, uh-huh. household, a certain unnamed lady member of the house was not... Isn't that what you call your lady member? Continue. Uh, was, uh, was not happy with that. With that. Yeah. She seems displeased a lot. No, uh, no. I mean, I in this case, I mean, because uh, she goes. You're painting to tr- the picture of a shrew. She goes to the trouble of making uh, excellent dinners. Uh huh. Um, in this case, we're having like, well, like a beet. Uh, it's uh, beets, uh, go goat cheese. Beets and garlic and marinara. Uh, what is it? Quinoa. She's telling me it's going to be a great okay. dinner. She also okay. went to the trouble while we were recording. She just got back. 
she was at the video store uh, and she uh-huh. rented. I don't know. Did you get uh, Scott Pilgrim? Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Did you find Sherlock? No. She didn't. She didn't find Sherlock. She found what's that? For in Florida. And the man from Laramie. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, um, the, uh, All of those sound like really sh- choices. No, the Vernon, Florida. Have you seen that? The what in Florida? Vernon, Florida. Vernon, Florida. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I believe Vernon. it's Earl Morris's either first or second documentary. Okay, I do enjoy some Earl Morris. Yeah, uh, he did Gates of Heaven, which is about mm-hmm. pet, pet cemeteries and Vernon, it's Florida. In Blue Line. Yeah, it's in Blue Line was later though. He also does a uh, did a. Uh, a show called First Person? No. But he did. Very, he did. Uh, a rather brilliant series of Miller High Life ads, and I'm not kidding. Oh, with whom? Yes, no, he I, does. He directed them. Yo, you're precisely correct. Yes, you're very correct. Yeah. And they're awesome. They're actually. very good, yeah. yeah. He made yeah. some money doing that, I'm going to assume. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Assume. Have you seen the uh, the Will Ferrell Milwaukee is? No. Uh, what? Oh, the Will Ferrell Old Milwaukee ads. Do you ever see those? I don't know that I have. Oh, the, uh, you would find some pleasure in them. It's just okay. uh, uh, Will Ferrell um, using like uh, it's you just Will down the Google terms for me. Uh, Will Ferrell Old Milwaukee. Yeah, you could find all of them on YouTube. I yeah. think. What he would I do, might do that. What he would do is um, it, it must just be him and one cameraman basically, thirty second spots um, in midwestern cities. And then the ads would then only broadcast in those particular cities. So he did one in Davenport, Iowa, Terry Haute. Where's Terry Haute? Indiana? Yeah. Yeah. So he would do them in these all these Midwestern burgs, and then those ads would only play in those those aforementioned burgs. How many Midwestern states do not have a Bloomington? I don't know how many. I don't know. Not many. Though. Okay. All right. Uh, well, listen, Dane, uh, as much as I like talking to you, I like eating dinner with my wife. Uh, more. And maybe watching Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Have you seen that? Ah, that looks like it sucks ass. No, I haven't seen that. Okay. Yeah, I'll never see that. Really? You might as well ask me if I've seen Good Burger. That's just a ridiculous question if I've seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. You haven't seen it, is what you're saying? What am I, yeah. You haven't seen it, is what you're trying to tell me. No, I haven't seen it, never will, because it's stupid. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it either, so I'd, I yeah. clearly don't have... A little sneak preview. It's dumb. <laughs> I clearly don't have a very strong yeah. allegiance to it. I haven't seen it. It's been out for years, but it yeah. looked... I, mean, I thought it was a guy like Michael Sarah, generally speaking. Yeah, he's fine, but that just looks dumb. Okay, fine. It's, yeah. You're not hurting me, Dane. Yeah, I am. No, you're not hurting me. Yeah, I am. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I can see you... I can sense that you're embarrassed about your movie choice. I know. I, no, I yeah. couldn't be further from the truth, really. Give me your lunch money, lady member. <laughs> All right, Dan. Hey, listen, it's been a real pleasure to have you on the show. Hey, thanks, Carson. Yeah. Thanks, Carson. <laughs> hey, listen, for all of us at Fangraphs, uh, uh-huh. I'd just like to thank Dane Perry for joining us oh, for his oh, 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 oh. weekly appearance. <laughs> Too funny. That? Too funny. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, That's Dane yeah. Perry. I'm Carson Sestouli, and this has been another... Wild and, and wacky edition of Fairgraphs Audio. <laughs> F- you!